and with Bo 77. And I'm Naturally Lily. Join us for the Let's Talk Drive Time Show every Tuesday evening between 6 and 8 pm. We discuss fun facts, the word of the day, and current events. Join in the conversation. See you in the chat room. A better class of radio station. All Flavors Radio. Placidly amid the noise and haste, and remember what peace there may be in silence. As far as possible, without surrender, be on good terms with all persons. Speak your truth quietly and clearly, and listen to others. Even the dull and ignorant, they too have their story. Avoid loud and aggressive persons. They are vexations to the spirit. If you compare yourself with others, you may become vain and bitter. For always there will be greater and lesser persons than yourself. You are a child of the universe. No less than the trees and the stars. You have a right to be here. And whether or not it is clear to you, no doubt, the universe is unfolding as it should. Enjoy your achievements as well as your plans. Keep interested in your own career. However humble, it is a real possession in the changing fortunes of time. Exercise caution in your business affairs, for the world is full of trickery. But let this not blind you to the virtue there is. Many persons strive for high ideals and everywhere life is full of heroism. Be yourself. Especially do not feign affection, neither be cynical about love. For in the face of all aridity and disenchantment, it is perennial as the grass. Take kindly the counsel of the years, gracefully surrendering the things of youth. Nurture strength of spirit to shield you in sudden misfortune. But do not distress yourself with imaginings. Many fears are born of fatigue and loneliness. Beyond a wholesome discipline, be gentle with yourself. You are a child of the universe. No less than the trees and the stars. You have a right to be here. And whether or not it is clear to you, no doubt the universe is unfolding as it should. Therefore, be at peace with God, whatever you conceive Him to be, and whatever your labors and aspirations in the noisy confusion of life, keep peace with your soul. With all its sham, drudgery, and broken dreams, it is still a beautiful world. Be careful. Strive to be happy. You are a 
Everything I know, I 
a pleasant good evening to you all out there in all flavors world how are you doing chat room listeners how are you doing tune in listeners how are you doing worldwide listeners and how are you doing the world i am naturally le- <laughs> oh my goodness i don't We've know we've gone I am, back guys. to that again halfway <laughs> I am Wimbo77. And I am Naturally Lily. Good evening, everybody. Yes. How are you doing, Naturally Lily? Fine. Oh, it's great to, to just be sat in the hot seat, just wearing and waiting and ready to go, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, at the top of the hour, we had the Desiderata. We had the Desiderata. And that was Rochelle Farrell that you were just listening to. And I've got to go from her individuality album, can I be me? So naturally, Lily, the world's kind of a bit quiet at the moment, would you say? I wouldn't say it's quiet. Mm. I would just say that... I don't know. <laughs> we've been overwhelmed sad. with so much information that mm. people have just... Yeah. Information overload. Information overload, I think. Yeah, yeah. But our question today, which is something that we've had or been wanting to speak about for a while, is have you ever suffered negligence from a health provider? Now, um, looking into this article or looking into it, it seems to be quite prevalent at the moment. And there are a lot of solicitors that people can go to in order to uh, really dispute you know, these actions that have happened against them or their family members and so forth. And on the cusp of um, them saying that the government were in the wrong for sending sick, sick elderly back to the care homes and a lot of them passing on. Oh, yeah, yeah, I did um, see this, yeah. um, COVID, that's another thing in the fact that that is a bit, that too is a negligence. Um, from health providers in the fact that they've let them go return so quick um, quickly to their care homes and passed it on to other individuals and so on and so forth. But let's not talk about it now. Let's. We will speak about speak that a little bit later, later, a little bit later. So with that, that in mind, our facts. So we're on about 24 now. We've done 23, mm-hmm. so we're up to number 24. And there's quite a few interesting ones in tonight. And funny enough, one, um, well, no, it's not in line with our question, but it's quite an interesting Mm. one because mothers and babies are another cause for health concerns. But we will be talking about that a little bit later. So facts, Lily. So number 24, most spreadsheets don't spell check. Before you hand off that important spreadsheet, be sure to run a spell check manually to spare yourself any undue embarrassment. Now, if you don't know what a spreadsheet is, it's that, document that you make in excel or google sheets Mm. um with loads of numbers in it but if you are using words um this is true it does not spell check itself so you have to use the abc function that's at the top whatever side of the screen right and press that button yourself why would you want to spell check would you not kind of do that as you're going or no because you're not gonna know Mm. if you've made a spreadsheet you're not gonna be aware of spelling mistakes, so you still need to spell check your work. So it's just in, like a word document. You don't spell you don't spell check after every sentence, do you? I'm I'm kind of looking, but then it does underline it in red if the, it doesn't look right. Yeah, but even if you're looking as you go, you should always spell check at the end. 
Yeah, oh gosh, yeah. Yeah, so that's, that's what that is standard. for. Um, so that means you obviously have to read the whole document, but I guess some spreadsheets are quite extensive and broad. Yeah. So. But a spell check is quick. If you've got like, I don't know, a thousand words and there's, let's be drastic, a hundred mistakes in it. Mm. Getting through those hundred mistakes would just be, would be quite quick if you're doing a spell check. Yeah. Because it's not, you're not physically going and reading. Because that's one thing people think, if you go back and read it, you'll notice all your mistakes, but actually you don't. No. Because you've looked at the same writing so often, you're going to miss all of those errors. So if you do use the proofreading function or the spell check function, there's this new thing now on um, Word Online, mm. if you do your documents online. Oh, the editing. Yeah, tool, where it, yeah. it tells you suggested words and if this structure of the sentence doesn't make sense and stuff like that. So... Those things it's are quite correct, useful. So it's, that's quite good because it, um, what it does is it tells you how accurate you are yeah. when it comes to grammar, when it comes to spellings as well. I have used that if I've kind of edited online, documents mm. online, but overall I more create I more create my document in Word. And then... Um, but it's Word online? Yeah, no, it's yeah. Word online, but I'm just saying on the, oh, like on the on desktop PC, app, yeah. yeah. And then um, I was using that when you know if I go up to the hill or something like that so it's really good you encourage me like why have you not got your stuff Man, in one drive have things in the cloud and yeah so it really did come in handy there mm. and again if you don't have word on your pc if you upload it to outlook then you correct, can correct it on there as well. Yeah. So that's yeah. that's one of the benefits of that. But just remembering that most spreadsheets don't have a spell check on it. So keep an eye out for that if you are someone that uses spreadsheets. Often, this one's quite a sad one. That Again, interesting as well. That women can give birth after they die. That is very interesting. Mm, it's very rare, but it's been known to... Um, or called coffin birth mm. it's a phenomenon that c- occurs when a pregnant woman delivers a child spontaneously after her death due to gases that build up in the abdominal area putting pressure on the mother's uterus and forcing the baby out the birth passageway one example of this was discovered in 2010 in the grave of a medieval woman who was buried in italy according to smithsonian with modern embalming techniques, this doesn't really happen anymore. So when I first read this, I thought, this can't be serious. Mm. And then, um, because I know that m- more recent times, if yeah. a pregnant woman dies um, and they are autopsy, they autopsy the baby as well. So they'd separate the baby from mm. the mother. Mm. And then the family have the choice to put the baby on the mother or in the mother. So some people choose to just leave it on top mm. or have it them as one um so then i thought well how is that baby going to be spontaneously born if it's technically already born but it does make sense yeah it does make gases. sense. gases because I, yeah. I know i know after someone's passed they automatically not automatically but after build up because uh, all the gas inside of the stomach yeah, yeah and then so they they will excrete um on themselves and that kind yeah, of stuff as yeah. well and as we're going to go and see another kind of thing that happens mm. to some people as well. I, I, hopefully not in this day and age, because this is quite an old thing that people did to others. But um, we'll go on and see what that one is. Lily, 26, would you like to read that? You would give me this one, wouldn't you? <laughs> Men can, can get like. aroused post-mortem. 
called priapism. It's most often seen in the corpses of men who have died by hanging, and it's due to the pressure on the cere- cerebellum created by the noose. It's interesting. Yeah, I, I don't think that's shocking. But how? I mean, they don't... Because then that means the days, same but... as... Well, could be someone that gets... People do get hung. Be, mad serial killers out there could go and strangle true, someone. True. That possibly could be a side effect of being strangled. Mm. Gosh, I've really gone there, innit? <laughs> but it, that's what it's saying. Post-mortem, yeah. all the pressure and the blood is most probably going in that direction. And that action is an action of blood going in that direction. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I, I, it's quite interesting. I'm not fact. shocked by that one, actually. <clears throat> so, wow, there's quite a few interesting facts today, yeah. bar the one about spreadsheets. Um, <laughs> Shakespeare invented the name Jessica. Interesting. I know, because it's been pretty, it says it can't be proven that he did invent it, per se. But first, the first written instance of the name is found in the Bard's 19, um, sorry, 1596 play, The Merchant of Venice. Shylock's daughter. An agli- anglicization, is it? Anglicization? Anglicization, yeah. Of the biblical name Iska. Oh. Is named Jessica. Oh, okay. So it is a, a... Biblical name. Biblical name, but just Shakespeare's take oh, on it. Oh, Anglic- ang- like an Anglican version yeah. of the name Iska. Yeah, so Iska, Jessica. Mm. And we have that, don't we? Like yarn. John, yeah, or are there any other ones yeah. you could think of? No, Israel, Israel, mm. that was one, wasn't it? But that was in the scriptures anyway. We're not going to go into it. So they're saying that, um, Shakespeare more than likely, Created. although not proven, invented the name Jessica. This, this it's one. weird as well because I wrote a paper the other day a little while ago. Well done for, on your. Oh, thanks. And um, (laughs) in that paper, actually, we had to use. um, So, you know, when you see at the bottom of the page, the asterisk names have been changed. Mm. So, I was writing about an experience of a real person and had to change that person's name. And the name I used was Jessica. Wow. That's very weird. It's a nice name. Should you change people's names in books? Yeah, because it's about a real person. Even if it's an autobiography. It's, well, you have to get the permission to use their name in the book. And I did not have that person's permission to write about them. So okay. you had to change the name. Oops. Okay. Carry <laughs> <Hurry> on. Yeah. <laughs> Oopsie daisy. Point number 20. <laughs> High heels were first designed for men. And I mm, know this fact to true. be true. I yeah. do remember this fact. Though closely identified as female fashion staple today, high heels were designed for men. At the end of the 16th century, Persian-inspired style was all the rage in Europe, according to J. Paul Getty Museum, and heels were seen as being virile and masculine and a great way to boost your height a few inches. Yeah, because, uh, I mean, Prince used to wear heels all the time and oh, he always used mom, to get what we're not talking about slated. Prince. We're talking about men that. in the 16th century. And they did those not nice little heels, nice little yeah. square box heels. Yeah. And men used with a little to, buckle on the front. The women used to wear the little dolly shoes. If you notice, there's mm. no women with um, high heels. Well, maybe. But very created, yeah, yeah, more for men, which is quite interesting. Unless I guess they were wearing those nice... And flappy dresses, you know, the big ball gowns that they used to wear. 
But overall, yeah, and I, I doubt think... they'd wear heels. They might have worn like little kitten heels. Yeah, yeah, but not not the high heels we see today that no. you can't even walk in. Not the stilettos. Very high. And so, heels. You know, it's so funny. I went shoe looking um, for shoes the other day and uh, I, I just can't manage those high heels. I mean, I know we had Maxine in last week and she was speaking about the, the modelling and the high heels, embracing your heels, mm. but it's kind of difficult sometimes. Do you know what, though? Since going back to worship on a Sunday, mm. I've been wearing heels every week. And I never used to wear heels before. Mm. Very, very rarely did I get my feet in heels. But I don't know, this time when I'm going back now, I'm able to to Manage. keep my heel, heels on. And I don't have to stop and put my flat shoes on, which I usually do. <laughs> I can keep my heels on and walk back to the car in my heels. I'm quite yeah. proud of myself, actually. Yeah. And I must say as well that um, going to work, I've been putting on the the old heels yeah because i don't know if it was being like cooped up all that time not being able to dress and be yourself but you think no i'm going to every day i said it to a lady today one of my um clients uh mothers that that i said she goes oh i'm just saving all my nice things no man don't save them and i said get them out now wear them there's no point get it out now enjoy it now dress up every day just because you can Mm. Don't save, don't save your best. Like, you know, every day Children is your best Children do that day, though, don't it? they? And they're like, you're like, no, but don't put your good, good clothes on in the house. And they're running <laughs> around in their dresses. And But then you yeah. realise if they don't run around in it, like Jayla was trying to put on dresses on Sunday. Oh, none of these fit me. <laughs> See? And she's outgrown all of her dresses. So, yeah, man, if you got them, wear them. Mm. Chanel Taylor says many people share the same name, right? So unless you put... Their whole first and last name, how could it be proven unless they have proof of the specific events? Yeah, they've got proof of the specific events. You're event. talking about in your book. Our genuine question. Okay, yeah. yes, because I I did, I did. Okay, we won't go into it. You should not be using people's names in your book. Oh, dear. No. If it's about events that someone can resonate with and they know it's a biography or they know it's a personal story or a scenario that they know you as a person has experienced, you have to change the names because you can get sued for defamation of character if they don't agree with what you've written. Really? Yeah. Okay. Like, my thing that I wrote about, I wasn't slating the person, (laughs) but it wasn't nice what I was writing. Mm. Um because it was about a scenario and an experience and that I had to reflect on it, we were advised, if you're, we couldn't even put the name of our workplace. Like we had to um, anonymise a lot of the information. Yeah. And that's only, what, a 3,000 word piece of writing. Um, if you are writing a biography, an autobiography, a biography, did I say biography already? Yes. Um, names must be changed to protect the innocent. Okay. <laughs> I think I used one. Um I've used first names. Lord. But um yeah, but not 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 for everybody, just in one specific instance because the name was used. You need to change the name. Okay. Yeah, but then we looked up on Facebook that name, that specific name, and there was a hundreds of those names. Doesn't matter. Those hundreds of people don't resonate to your story <laughs> or whatever you've written. Okay, well, we'll, 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 we'll work it out, I'm sure. Number 29. Yes. The Exorcist film set was haunted. Mm, this is Based on the book by William Peter Blatty, 
The Exorcist released in 1973 stirred up quite a bit of controversy in the years surrounding its release. For starters, the set used as the home for Regan McNeil, sorry, the, the home, you, home of Regan McNeil, burnt to the ground when a bird flew into a circuit box. <laughs> the only room left standing was the one used for the exorcism. It's scary, isn't it? Even creepier, not only did actors suffer multiple injuries during the filming of the movie, two of them actually died shortly after filming wrapped up. Actors that played characters who died on screen. Oh my gosh. Sorry, mm, exactly. I'm just, I'm just going to read that again. <laughs> That it makes sense. So mm. it makes sense. Even creepier, not only did actors suffer multiple injuries during the filming of the movies, two of them actually died after filming wrapped up. Actors that played characters died. who died on screen. Mm. To make matters worse, according to CBS News, when the film premiered in Rome, lightning struck a 400-year-old cross cross atop a nearby church. Listen, when I need to be messing with a demon. Let yeah. me, there's another film um oh i can't remember what it's called it begins with a c and the girl that's acting in the film was on a chat show i was watching a little while ago and the woman the host said to her you had some really weird experiences while you was on the show didn't you she said yeah she goes while she was on the show she just randomly developed this or this film she randomly developed this bleeding disorder right. and it was a really like extent she was from my eyes nose no as in internally she had something to do with her red blood cells or something like that and she before she'd go and set an act she had to go and have um transfusions so they have to boost her up she'd go and act and then she'd be drained again and she said as soon as she stopped filming and was away from the the environment yeah she went back to normal and she said it was never explained and this is the thing like um there was a young lady i don't know what platform i saw her on but she says people listen to me if you see money at a stop sign no but i touch it yeah i remember that um Mm. my sister mia the other day she saw some kind of thing on the floor sticks that was in the shape of a body no don't Touch it, leave it alone. Because someone said that they're, they're cursed or something. Leave it alone, it? or someone's trying to get away from, get out of a situation. Yeah. And then you go and think, oh, I found some money, pick it up, and then you've passed it on to yourself. Oh, man. I mean, they like seeing are... a bit of cash on the floor. And it's really bad. There is, I mean, there is a dark side. There, there is a spiritual side. There are side of spirits, whether we want to believe it or not. Mm. And this is yeah. one thing I've always said. If you believe in, in God and the angels, you have to believe in the devil and demons. There's always, it's yin and yang, isn't it? Mm. There always has to be a balancing act. So as much as we don't want to think about those not so nice things, there is a dark side. And yeah. as we can see, whether this, um, what happened to this these two actors that died was a result of the dark side, who Ooh. knows? Mm. Um but unfortunately, the two two of the actors that died on screen also died in, died real, in life. real life. That is, uh, well, scary. Mm. As well as the things that happened, like the the, the, the lightning strike in the four year old cross near in the the church nearby mm. on the screening of that. The room, the whole house burning down except the room that they filmed in. I mean, when you think of the the, the events. Mm. The, and the and only after. room that was standing was the yeah that the exorcism happened in. No, that's that's creepy. I've, do you know I haven't watched that film. I've, I've, no, I've I don't watch something called either. The Entity, and um, where this woman she was 
bothered by this spirit and it turned out to be a big spirit or something no, like that. I like them, them but I, horror films... I, I no. tried the yeah. other day. Because <laughs> I like Marvel when I like DC. And mm. I tried. There's a thing called the... Oh, I can't remember it now. The... It's on Netflix. I'll, I'll Google it. I'll remember the name of it. And it's got Keanu Reeves in it. Mm. And I was like, oh, this looks interesting. Tried to start watching it. And then I saw this woman climbing up on the wall and turning her neck backwards. I was like, no, this is not my portion. <laughs> this, is, this is not for me. And I can't even watch it during the day. So let's just turn it off. Oh. Constantine. That's what it's called. Constantine. I don't know. But all we know is those portion. facts. Those facts are quite interesting today. Very interesting. Yeah. You know, about exorcists. Um, film set was haunted. High heels were designed for men. Shakespeare invented the name of Jessica. At men get aroused post-mortem. Uh, women can give birth after they die. And most spreadsheets don't spell check. We'll see y'all in five. This is the station with all your music in one place. When you're living with cancer, what makes a good day? Getting some answers. I had millions of questions and I hardly remembered anything the doctor said. Mum said call Macmillan. It was just a call and it was free. The Macmillan Support Line is here to help everyone living with cancer have more good days. So whatever's on your mind, call us free on 0808 808 0000 today or visit macmillan.org.uk. Domination Promotions and All Flavours Radio proudly present We Ready to Party Again Boat Style. Come and party on board the permanently moored Teresa Joanne, King George V Dock, Woolwich Manor Way, E16 QNJ on Saturday the 16th of July. Come and join us for a splendid night of fun, music, vibes and grown-up raving. Your entertainers will be Mosty, DJ Specialist and DJ Shyboy alongside the All Flavours radio team of Ninja Man Lloyd, George Flavours, DJ Laro and DJ John J.E. Playing the best in soca, reggae, Afrobeat, soul and much, much more. Smart dress is essential for this one. The first 100 ticket holders will get a complimentary glass of Prosecco and there'll be food available to buy supplied by Sunset Caterers. Boarding starts at 9.30pm and we party till 3.30am. Get your £20 tickets now from Eventbrite or getyourtickets.co.uk We ready to party again Are you? Snapback FM presents a night called Keeping It Simple on Friday 29th of July at the Refreshment Rooms Entertainment on the night from Mr Funky, DJ T Mr Jams Mr Viking, DJ Tibbs and DJ Specialist Doors open 10pm till 4am first 50 tickets are £5 already selling fast then it's £10 advanced tickets and more on the door location is refreshment rooms 25 Broadway London E154 BQ more info on tickets birthday bookings hen nights stag nights call 07930 495581 or 07831540449 or contact any of the DJs. Keeping it simple, no gimmicks. 
bringing you good music and good vibes. All Flavors Radio is now looking for radio presenters. Email us at info at allflavorsradio.com. Broadcasting worldwide online 24-7. All Flavors Radio. My mind was racing, feet were pacing. Lord, help me, please tell me what I have gotten into. Ran my three miles to clear my mind. It always helps me out. It's my therapy when I'm losing it, which is usually. Hey, I'm on an emotional roller coaster. Now Taylor, so John Ken, Heidi Mamra, Joy McKay, and a big shout out to Mark Philogene out of Bremen. Send a big high five to guest 182 out of New York City. Guest 210 from Klein of Glassenbrook. Guest 224 from Milton Keynes. And guest number eight. And that was the sounds there of Vivian Green there. Emotional roller coaster. Also giving a big shout out to John John. Marjak and Anisha, Tai Tai, Issa and Anaya, See, I've been watching you for a while. and being, sending big love to Janae, Jayla, and Joanna. Is that alright, baby, baby? a big shout out to George Flavors, Sour in Malaysia. You can catch George on a Saturday 
and on a Sunday. Send a big shout out to Libby and Ocean and Alex. Don't forget a big shout out to Martin Doreen Heather Great seeing you all on Sunday also a big shout out to Gary Collins. Thanks for your support. One of your songs, isn't it, Naturally Lily? Yeah. One of my favourites. Okay. One of my faves. And you sing it really well as well. Muchas gracias. We love it. Don't forget, guys, we're ready to party again, okay? So, it's Domolution Promotion, <laughs> as well as All Flavours Radio. They're presenting, we're ready to party again, the boat, on boat party, all right? And, um... It says we're going to party boat style on the 16th of July. We shall be giving you a little bit more information a bit later. 
So, naturally, Lily, our word for the day. What is our word for the day? Our word for the day is schmooze. Schmooze. It's quite funny when I saw this word for the day, I kind of laughed because we use it in a different context, don't we? This one here as well as what it's saying that it actually means. You know, when you schmooze with your eyes. Is that what it's called? Oh, schmizing. That's a schmooze. Okay, so what is schmooze? What does it mean? Schmooze means to chat in a friendly and persuasive manner, especially so as to gain favour, business or connections. The event gives an opportunity for local business owners to network and schmooze. Yeah, that's what we'll be doing on the 16th of July, schmoozing and networking. No. With all of our listeners, with all the DJs, because we'll we're, be, we're we'll not be raving. Uh, we'll be raving. Schmoozing and raving then. And networking. <laughs> uh, no, I, do you know what? I, I'm really not a raver, but I no. like to go out and network and meet other people, make connections. But at something like this, people don't want to be talking, want to be raving, <laughs> want to be drinking a couple of drinks, so? drinking a couple of drinks, eat uh-huh. a bit of food, and real. Okay, well, yeah, we, that's but me, I guess networking is making friends, right? So you're making connections and yeah, that kind of jazz. Yeah, because yeah. it says there, it says it gives you people an opportunity, local business owners to network and schmooze or events, some events can, okay, mm. or make connections. And that's what you kind of do um, when you're schmoozing. Mm. So in context, let's read it. It says officials on to encourage participation with their open public speaking portion before the formal city council meeting i often show up early to schmooze with officials constituents reporters and gadflies what is a gadfly i thought that was something that bit you that's what i thought <laughs> <laughs> you know that's so random at the end of a sentence and gadflies that gadf- must mean the rabble oh maybe yeah it could be the rabble unless it's in the inner city and they've got gadflies flying around in the place who knows i don't know but i thought gadflies were kind of west no eastern that is so random at the end of that sentence <laughs> as schmooze isn't bad enough i go to schmooze with the officials constituents reporters and gadfly they, uh, that must be the rabble it is it is that is the rabble definitely wow and what is the rabble because people might not know what the rabble is unfortunate yeah or the minions you know, you, no not the minions because <laughs> the minions is the people that you want to trap do you want to train to be like you but the gadflies the, the rabble is the people that you know when you go out to um when the police do their conference or whatever you know when they stand and they got a address the public yeah and then you've got to have the council people there the official people there the reporters and then the rabble the is the people yeah that's that's the perfect word just yes. standing there shouting out nonsense yeah 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 that's that's the gadflies so did you know that schmooze also spelled schmooze s-h-m-o-o-z-e or z-e i don't know if that's right z or z what do you think Leish? comes from <laughs> yiddish schmoozes schmooze meaning talk which itself is from Hebrew Shemuth. 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 Okay. News or rumour. Uh, Although originally used to indicate simply talking in an informal and warm manner, the word now commonly suggests discussion for the purposes of gaining something. That's interesting. Yeah. That's very interesting. But I guess if you're going out making connections, then you are gaining something. Yeah. 
gaining friendships, like you said, mm. or business, if it's for business cases. And you may get a bit of gossip in there as well. That's the rumour, isn't it? True. A bit of news and rumour. Isn't that what gossip is? A bit of news that's got a bit of rumour mixed in there because there's some truth and untruth mixed yeah. together, isn't it? But did you know that rumour is actually something that brings the person down that's spreading it and the person that's listening to it if they... So it's gossip. Take it on. Yeah. 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 Gossip. I meant gossip, not rumours, yeah. Oh, yeah. Gossip, yeah. So we don't want to be that way. But I was wondering, on our show, do we relay information or do we gossip? We gossip. Is it gossip? We do a bit of both. Okay. Because we bring forth... Bring forth <laughs> the information that we have have gathered yeah. through the week or through the months. Mm. Let's take... The Johnny Depp situation, for example, yeah. that's been in the news. It's been going on a long time now. It's a bit. It's a it's a court case. It can go on for ages. Wow. Some court cases last month. Yeah. But yeah, so we take what we have heard. We're not in the court. We're not mm. in the actual place, hearing every single thing that's coming out of their work, their mouth. Yeah. So even the media giving us what they want to give us. Some like I'm talking about uh, mainstream media, like news programs mm. that only give us snippets of what we see so we can only speak on and speculate and speculate that's a yes. good word on what we've seen yeah. so though we may be speaking a bit of news mm. because we are bringing the facts that we have gathered or you've gathered we are gossiping a little bit as well because a lot of some of it is our opinion yeah yeah is that gossip we're not negatively talking about uh, I mean, I yeah but it's a talk is a talk isn't it you know I guess it's how you reiterate it or put it across as well. If it's to bring someone down to make ourselves look better, that's the worst case yeah. of gossip. Yeah. And that's not nice. Nobody likes the gossip anyway, but we just, I guess we're relaying something mm. to the, the public. What are your thoughts? Do you think we gossip, we gossip on the show or do you think that we relay information? Let us know. And don't forget the lines open at seven o'clock. 07895134713. That's 07895134713. So, Lily, schmooze, word of the day. Schmooze. Okay. I'm going to give a shout out to John J.E. You can catch John on a Sunday, as well as Caddy and Ninja Man Lloyd. You can catch them on a Thursday evening, along with DJ Slim. So we posed that question, didn't we, Lily, regarding... Medical negligence. Medical negligence. Okay, so this, this article that we pulled up, it is, this isn't an actual article. It's some information from Mind, as well as a negligence company that deals with medical negligence experts. And this is from 2021. Yes, we know we are in 2022. However... He said 2021 had been a very big year for the medical negligence experts. Mm. They started the year by launching their new website after a refresh and um, ended the year with their parent company, MMA Digital, receiving a private equity funding. They've also helped thousands of people with medical ne negligence claims throughout the year. So an overview then of what... Neg uh, medical negligences if you can do this is from mind really. so generally it says doctors <clears throat> and health professionals will take good care of you when you're being treated however sometimes things can go wrong if they're negligent when giving you medical treatment this is called clinical neg negligence and you may have the right to get compensation for it i feel like negligence though and 
the term we use in the question, what's the term we use in the question? Is it the same? Um, sorry, I'm scrolling. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like there's it's it's a double sided coin because mm. you can be negligent because you have been misinformed. So some doctors do not have well, all doctors do not have every single bit of information when it comes mm. to medicine. Um, or I'm going to say practitioners because it's not just doctors that give health advice. But I feel like, so on that instance, they're negligent because they have a lack of knowledge. Yeah. So all that really needs to happen is they need to go and, and educate like themselves. basic knowledge. Yeah. And then point you in the right direction. But I feel like when the pointing in the right direction is either gatekeep, gate, they've, yeah, they're gatekeeping, mm. or when you do go and see a specialist, they say things like um, some... Uh, uh, lady that was going on a menstrual menstrual cycle um they tried to make it that her hormone imbalance was oh you're just in a period that's why you feel like that but actually it was something deeper it needs more investigating and i think that kind of negligence Mm. is it it should be prosecuted and that's what it says it says we need to show right to prove negligence we need to show that the healthcare professional failed in their duty to take care of you and you experience damage or loss as a result of that failure. Mm. So damage and loss can include both physical, psychiatric in- injury, as well as financial loss. Mm. It's, but you've got to prove that. And you said something there about, was it mental? Yeah. Uh, mind you, that was mentioned there, that we've got to prove that they've did done that to us as an individual how do, how do you prove a doctor's made you crazy do you know what i mean like but like the same said, the same doctor you're trying to prove has made you crazy the same one that writes your prescription <laughs> like, yeah. how are you going to prove that yeah yeah but i personally think that they were negligent when i went into labor with with jayla mm. i also think that the pre-care for janae was so much better than it was with jayla but there was negligent when i went through yeah when it was, was, in, was into labor so, do you think that's because they're overwhelmed with the amount of people? Because there was a lot of people there that night. No, there was or, not a lot of people it? there. It was only us in the waiting room. It actually wasn't. Wasn't it? it? No. See, that just shows you how much pain I was in because I, <laughs> I did not. I saw an empty waiting room it wasn't empty. and just that man coming with a woman after. No, that was when we went back later, but it was still a lot of people there. Went back still, after. Yeah, we went the first time. Oh, I'm not talking about that time. Yeah. I'm talking about when we went back into the waiting room and they told us to have a seat. There were still people there. Really? Yeah. 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 No, I, <clears throat> I don't remember this. So it says if you've experienced clinical negligence, you could make a complaint about mm. it by speaking to someone formally or informally or by making a formal complaint. It's usually much easier to solve something informally or through a formal complaint than making a legal challenge at the first instance. So if you can go and they can solve that because the the trouble is uh, we had someone, um, Thomas Brenham, Mm -hmm. on our post and they said that his his mother passed away through medical negligence plus his father as well. So just a few uh, weeks ago, negligence contributed to the death of my mother two years ago and negligence contributed to the death of my former father-in-law many years ago. Three different states, three different health issues. So they've obviously. But I would like to know how. Yeah. Because. <clears throat> I 
I don't know. It's not, yeah, I don't know. the entire medical establishment needs an overhaul. It does. It definitely That's does. That's what he says, because he's saying here three different states, that he's in america three different health issues mm. so there's more than one complication it's not just so, and that's the thing with the human body isn't it sometimes it's not just one thing that's wrong with a person it could be a number of things they mm. pick up on something and don't pick up on something else a bit like um, we were looking at that cancer victim when he said to the doctor oh i'm not feeling well when the doctor said to him oh that's normal without even looking at him Oh, when he had the rash on his hand? Yeah. Yeah, that was... And he had to send a picture and they gave him Misdiagnosis. That was a misdiagnosis. And then, sadly, he... You but know, this is something else I don't cancer. understand. I read the same kind of thing happen. A mum was saying that she kept on going back to the GP. Mm. Her child had a high temperature. And she went to the GP, said something's wrong. And the GP prescribed him antibiotics. Oh, he's just got a bit of a virus, gave him antibiotics. Mm. And the mum was like, no, something's wrong, something's wrong. Then she ended up taking him, taking the child to A&E. But the first question I had was, why is the GP giving the mum antibiotics for a virus? Mm. That to me, if you as a GP, do you not understand that an antibiotic is not going to kill the virus you think the child has? Why are you a practitioner? Mm. Because basic but they medical education will tell, you no. will tell you, you don't, first of all, you don't routinely just prescribe antibiotics for anything because mm. you become, bacteria becomes resistant. But second of all, the concept is you only prescribe antibiotics for a, for a bacteria. Yeah. You, that's not even a doctor level of knowledge. That's basic medicine level of understanding what microbiology is. So will is. they be negligent on the part of giving that, that person? Because it's not going to do any, it's not any use to It's them. a waste of NHS money. Yeah. It's a waste of NHS time. And when the mum took the child to the A&E mm. after two days, A&E was like, I do not understand why they didn't send you straight here. Yeah. That is, is scary that those are, those people are our go-to people the gp mm. practice is our go-to and they don't like they're googling your symptoms <laughs> yeah i've seen that i've been in, in the, the gp's office and they've googled um my symptoms i mean it's been a long time it wasn't mine i think i went with someone and they googled the information and i was quite taken aback because normally they have i can do book, google right? on my own no yeah. the bnf is to to look up um medicines okay. and how they may interact with other things you've had you've right. got they look at reasons why you don't prescribe it and stuff like that so that yeah you can google the bnf it's called mm. google that or look at the nice guidelines but you're sitting here and i'm telling you i've got abdominal cramps i've got this i've got this i've got this and you put that information in google no that's that's see this is the trouble i know <laughs> i went into my doctor's surgery today and i asked them a, a question and they said, oh, well, the, the GPs before it's had a restructuring. But I yeah. know he tried to make it seem in a nice way that they've had a restructure, that those doctors were struck off from that surgery. No, he apparently is coming back. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, but he's I'd, been given a ban or something. He's been suspended, but it, it may not be. <laughs> I personally think it's due to negligence. But it may not be See? due to negligence. We can Google that yeah. to find out. But... Even in this same GP practice, 
I know of situations where someone has been going back routinely every year for the last however many years with mm. the same thing. It's never, ever been investigated. And it took one doctor to be like, mm, this is a bit weird. Yeah. Why has this never been investigated? But it's taken three to four years for someone to pick up on that. And the other thing that the, there was investigated, it's taken 15 years wow. for them to be like, mm, I don't understand why, right. why this is your... Do you know what I mean? So yeah. there are some really amazing doctors who will not take what you say at face value and they will deeper. investigate it. Yeah. But then there's, there's those other doctors that count the prescriptions they write. And this is, I think, um, I know someone that's got a doctor like that and they try to make the, the, the person to get the vaccine when they didn't just because they're elderly and all this kind of thing because... The more prescriptions, because before you can have everything on one prescription, it costs a specific amount. But now you've got to pay for every item on the prescription. On that prescription, yeah. or mind you, if you're if you get your prescription, um, it's not free. But if you get it on the NHS, then again, it's, someone's got to pay for that, isn't it? Mm. You know, so it's it's wrong. And you said so. What it was that you said earlier was about misdiagnosis. Yeah. So this medical ne negligence expert, they said during 2021, they helped over 4,000 people to make medical negligence claims, which range from birth and pregnancy claims to delays in diagnosis and misdiagnosis. So hmm. delays in diagnosis can lead to what we know, death. Yep. If the cancer, if someone's a cancer patient and, and their time, that is something that, is time um, and diagnosis, mm. the quicker you get seen, is the quicker that you get the help, is the quicker that you get treated. Mm. And there's another uh, article that we're going to quickly look at before we go to the break. Oh, wow, it's nearly seven o'clock. Time just speeds along here so quickly. You know, and it, they also said they helped over 800 people make medical negligence claims in 2021. People that have suffered delays in diagnosis, misdiagnosis. It was one of their more common medical negligence types. They help people with the, the uh, sorry, they, they help them with this. And they realised that during the pandemic, it had a huge impact on medical treatment. And we know we could not even get to see a doctor. And for that some time. reason, they still want to do it's the same <laughs> thing. Zoom conversation. No, yeah, I know. That's what no, I everywhere no, else is open now. You need to be face to face. Exactly. You need to be face to face. It's just, um, I think now a lot of GPs, doctors, well, this is my opinion, sorry. So I'm not going to say that a lot of doctors, but what I've seen is that they, a lot of these people, are, a lot of people, not just doctors, are using COVID as an excuse not to yeah. do what they've got to do. Yeah. Yeah, we've, we're through that now. That time is gone. It's a, it's time now to just get back to reality. We're all out there in the world. We're living with whatever that was. Mm. And yeah, can't blame COVID. No in more. my opinion, the moment the hospitals opened mm. the doors and said, we're going back to normal capacity. Yeah. And they didn't, because like we went from an emergency only mm. service to where we've got reduced service, but we're back up and running. Yeah. The moment that happened in hospitals, GP, GP practice has had no right to say you can't come in. And how am I looking for appointments? And there's never an appointment, but the GP practice is always empty. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that doesn't make sense to me. That. Yeah. What it, it was. And the nurses, the nurses um, booked up back to back. Yeah. But the doctor won't see anybody. I don't... That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. 
We'll put the information into the chat box. If you have suffered any medical medical negligence, let us know. Give us a call. 07895-134713. That's 07895-134713. And let's discuss it. Let's let's look at it further, this topic, okay? And in line with this medical medical negligence, Judith, she's one of a lady that I know, and she was diagnosed with cancer. All right. So she started a petition for equal representation for all ethnicities in clinical trials. Yeah, purely because she says that from her to us, the act of survival is a cancer support group dedicated to ensuring that all cancer patients have equal representation. Make it mandatory that clinical trials where relevant include all ethnicities so that we all have an equal chance to live. New research has revealed significant molecular differences between breast cells of white and black women and help explain why black women are much more likely to die of breast cancer. So our molecular structure is different. Lily? I'm going to be the devil's advocate here. I think this is a great petition. Mm. However, within our black community, we've had this conversation many times before. We don't like to check the box on the piece of paper when it asks for our ethnicity. We don't like to go forward for trials because, oh, they just want to test us and kill us. So... If we have that mentality, regardless of whether this petition is signed by thousands and millions of people, mm. it's never going to be successful if we don't put ourselves forward. Um, Very true. And we do have a different build. We do have a different structure. Our bodies fight things differently as much as we don't like to see it. it race does come and ethnicity does play a, a, a factor in it. Mm. Um, but we will never know the difference is if we don't put ourselves forward for trials. Yeah. So when, for example, I remember you came with me for um, a scan that I was having with Nene and it was a gross scan, but they wanted to take my blood. And I remember you said to me, oh, I just love testing on us all the time. But do you know, they need a drop of blood, Lily. Why do they take so much? No, they don't vials? just need a drop of blood. They need, they, so we test blood. Yeah. So for example, you, some things you can just use a drop of blood for. Yeah. But some things you've got to understand if you only take one drop of blood and something goes I understand wrong that in, the, too. in in the um But they're taking three or four vials out of you. Because each vial means something different. <laughs> okay. So if you see for example, you've got blue, yellow and purple. Mm. I know the blue one is to check if I've got clotting factor. The yellow one is I can't remember what the yellow one is, but the purple one is to check my red blood cells, my white blood cells, my hemoglobin. So each different vial means something different Mm. because inside of that vial, there may be a different solution in there. Yeah. Okay. So some vials may have solutions in order to check up um, for whatever it's checking for. But because we are so suspicious (laughs) of the, and then we have a right to be suspicious. We do have a right to be suspicious. But if we, if we never put ourselves forward mm. because of our suspicions, up. we're not going to get the cures, even though we know that Dr. Debbie had the cures already, but we're never going to get the cures. They're not going to come up with their own version of it. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And like Judith has says that the molecular differences, there are differences, mm-hmm. like you mentioned, amongst black and white women, black and white men. So really, like you've said there, Lily, putting ourselves forward forward in order to to 
go up against these clinical trials mm. because the findings, I said, published on the 8th, um, February of the 8th in the British Journal Therapeutic Advances in Medical Oncology suggest that changing current diagnosis and treatment strategies could help address the disparity. But it can't be addressed if none of us are going mm. and putting ourselves forward for it and improve morality rates for black women. If different ethnicities were adequately represented in clinical trials, this vital information would have been apparent and could have saved lives. So we need to put ourselves forward in order to, it says, she says they're just 10%, yeah, 10%. So we need to lobby and we need to put ourselves forward. And that's something that we don't do much of. I mean, we don't do much of it. So no. let's and think we, about we it. We do have to accept as well that we're quite a densely populated mm. um Lon city in London where we do have quite a high percentage of people from the F the EDNI mm. background but actually we are only what was it four percent of the Small actual minority, UK population say, so yeah. if they are taking only 10 percent mm. that's less than what it's not 0.04% of the actual population. So we have to take those things into consideration. The less that we give forward, mm. they've got absolutely nothing to work with. So we and, have to think about that. And like it said, it's safeguarding all ethnic minorities and giving us a chance of survival in battling life-altering illnesses. Mm. And cancer is one of those. So mm. let's think about that. And um, yeah, we've spoken of medical negligence kind of hand in hand, but we can be negligent of ourselves. Yes. Not putting ourselves forward. Yes. So that's a kind of hand in glove thing. And let's think about it and continue the conversation. Let us know what you think. Give us a call on 07895 134 713. That's 07895 134 713. This is the station with all your music in one place. When you're living with cancer, what makes a good day? Getting some answers. I had millions of questions and I hardly remembered anything the doctor said. Mum said call Macmillan. It was just a call and it was free. The Macmillan support line is here to help everyone living with cancer have more good days. So whatever's on your mind, call us free on 0808 808 0000 today or visit macmillan.org.uk. Dominution Promotions and All Flavours Radio proudly present We Ready to Party Again Boat Style. Come and party on board the permanently moored Teresa Joanne, King George V Dock, Woolwich Manor Way, E16 QNJ on Saturday the 16th of July. Come and join us for a splendid night of fun, music, vibes and grown-up raving. Your entertainers will be Mosty, DJ Specialist and DJ Shyboy alongside the All Flavours radio team of Ninja Man Lloyd, George Flavours, DJ Laro and DJ John J.E. Playing the best in soca, reggae, Afrobeat, soul and much, much more. Smart dress is essential for this one. The first 100 ticket holders will get a complimentary glass of Prosecco and there'll be food available to buy supplied by Sunset Caterers. Boarding starts at 9.30pm and we party till 3.30am. Get your 20 tickets now from Eventbrite or getyourtickets.co.uk. We ready to party again. Are you? Snapback FM presents a night called Keeping It Simple on Friday, 29th of July at the Refreshment Rooms. Entertainment on the night from Mr. Funky, DJ T, Mr. Jams, Mr. Viking, 
DJ tips and DJ specialists. Doors open 10 p.m. to 4 a.m. First 50 tickets are five pound, already selling fast. Then it's 10 pound advanced tickets and more on the door. Location is refreshment rooms, 25 Broadway, London E154 BQ. More info on tickets, birthday bookings, hen nights, stag nights. Call 07930-495581 or 07831-540-449 or contact any of the DJs. Keeping it simple, no gimmicks, bringing you good music and good vibes. All Flavors Radio is now looking for radio presenters. Email us at info at allflavorsradio.com. Broadcasting worldwide, online, 24-7. All Flavors Radio. Good evening to you, George Flavors. Sounds of Kevin Ross. God is a genius. Shout out guest 544. And send a big high five to Gal Gal. And a high five to DiCarlo and family. How are you doing, chat room? Shout out to DJ Nigel. 
catch Nigel on a Saturday and a Sunday. And saying hello there, DJ Laro. Laro's on from eight till ten tonight. With a sweet vibe show. Five to Genevieve and the Ambi, how you guys doing? Shout out to Pele Hoxton. Chanel Taylor, John John. Yeah. It's fine, take a picture off the wall, try to reframe it. Take all the color off, try to repaint it. If you want picture perfect, well, we And a big high five out to Mish Mish. How you doing, Michelle? you that can never be tainted. Because real love embodies all colors of the spectrum. Mix a few greens with your reds and your blues. Create some new views, then you rehang it. Start over, even though your friends gon' doubt you. All them others have been trying to scout you It gets so tiring, but I'd be lying If I said that I'd be better off without you And when I think of walking out you Smiling the way they make me feel like I'd be lost without you Me and you are the only threats to us Till death do us, I'm standing next to you uh. Sounds of Anthony David featuring Algebra and Fonte 
with Forevermore. And we're on a kind of neo-soul vibe tonight. So we thought we'd play these ones for you. All right, naturally, Lily. So we just speak, we've spoken our facts today. We've spoken of a word of the day, schmooze, as well as medical negligence. Mm-hmm. Now, there's another thing that happened recently and it had to do with cannabis. Oh, yeah. We're speaking about this one, yeah? Yeah. So we just wanted to raise awareness, really, of the dangers of cannabis sweets. Because a woman died in East London in actually the beginning of April after eating a cannabis sweet. Can we be a bit more specific? Because it wasn't actually... Cannabis. It was synthetic cannabinoid. Okay, so, so. synthetic. Synthetic cannab- cannabinoid sweet. Yeah, she, she was twenty three years old from Ilford, and her her and her friend ate a gummy synthetic cannabinoid from packet bought via a message app. I mean, that's just so. That's stupid, what the police say. I mean, would do they sell these things on Amazon? Yeah, they do. You can get everything on them. You can get a lot of things on Amazon. <laughs> wow, is it a bit like the black market then, or what? No, no, no. It's not like the black market. But some things are legal. You've got to realise that some things are legal in other countries. So if you're buying it on Amazon, it may not be held here. Mm. So they could, but you can buy it abroad. If you're buying it on Amazon, you're buying it on Amazon. Surely, and then you can buy tablets off of Amazon. Surely customs, does customs not check those kind of things? If it's come from the States or something? I don't know, maybe. But they're not going to open the packaging. That's what I thought. But yeah, this she she died. But she didn't buy it off Amazon. She bought it off a message app. So what kind of message app would that be? Yeah. How many message apps are there? That's Signal, what I'd like there's to know. WhatsApp, there's uh, no, Telegram. I don't think it's those kind of messaging apps. So what kind of messaging apps do 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 maybe um, educate was... us? No, I don't know. I don't ones. I don't think it was over WhatsApp though. So what are the message, messaging apps are there? Messenger? Well, there's loads of apps out there. Okay, well, it was one of those. It was, uh, it's, it's not very specific as to um, what app it was, but it, a 37-year-old man from Croydon was arrested in connection with the death. Mm. And, uh, yeah, this young woman died from eating the gummies. Now, I know probably it says she was 21, right? 23. 23. So it's something that youngsters do. Just for the thrill of it, because you can. And um, obviously it's resulted but it's in not. Her... No, it's not just youngsters, though. I'm, I'm sorry. Mm. <laughs> it's not just youngsters. It's a gummy. Loads of people have edibles. Old, to, Young to old, loads of people have edibles. Mm. What was stupid of this woman, or not stupid, what she didn't think about mm. was the fact that it was synthetic for one. I... I, I'm not a buyer of these kind of things. So there are most probably other things that come into play. For example, if this person was trustworthy that she bought it from and all of that kind of jazz. Yeah. Um, well, the guy's been arrested. So quite obviously he yeah. must be in connection with it. But it said both her and her friend, her friend was 21. Jeez. They both ate it and immediately they become ill. Mm-mm. Paramedics were called to the house the same night. And then the two women were, were taken to hospital. So a post-mortem took place on her, the, this young lady, the other friend was um, charged, uh, discharged, sorry, from hospital. So it was a class B synthetic cannabinoid, cannabidoid, 
Is that right? Cannabinoid. Cannabinoid. Um, drug. Mm-hmm. And the concern is really the supply of synthetic cannabinoid and possession with intent to supply. This is what the young boy was, or young man, well, older man, 37, was arrested for. So how, like you said, it's quite easy to get hold of these things. Mm, well, I don't know. You can buy stuff off Amazon. I don't know if you can... I don't know. He or she obviously didn't buy it off Amazon. She bought it for messaging app. Mm. But she's not the only case because it says that um, parents have been previously warned about sweets laced with cannabis after they found their way into the hands of children. Two 13-year-old boys were taken Ooh. to hospital in Merseyside in July last year after eating sweets. And detectives in Greater London, Greater Manchester told parents to be alert during Halloween season because people are evil. Yes. And people will put this nastiness on the suite for the children. Um, the headline and stand first of this article was amended on the 4th of April 22 to, sorry, 4th of April 22 to clarify that the suite was believed to be a synthetic cannabinoid. So it wasn't the cannabis that you would CBD normally get in a, in a yummy. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anything synthetic, I think you should be very careful of mm. anyway. Um, and when it comes to drugs, because cannabis is a drug, you've just got, you have to be careful. But the thing is, in, in light of that, the, it says the FSA, in, on the other hand, we're looking at two things from two sides today, aren't we? Mm. Because we looked at the negligence, but we looked at not going for trials. Now we're looking at this young people, this young woman passed away from take, eating gummies, mm-hmm. yet the FSA... Gives cannabis, CBD, should I say, the green light. Yeah, yeah, because cannabis has got some good qualities. Yeah. And the, 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 the man from back home will tell you, put it in a bit of tea, put it mm. in this. It's not bad for you. Mm. But it's when people start messing with these things that it becomes a problem. Yeah. They've messed with this sweet and made, it, made a synthetic version of it. Mm. Someone's been in there backyard lab <laughs> and has developed a synthetic it. version of the suite of yeah. this of cannab- cannabis and it's had adverse effects um but we know cbd has or even cannabis has been like legalized healing. in in many places in the u.s there are a couple of states where um cannabis is actually legal mm. And the UK are now following suit. So it says the UK has become the first country in the world to regulate the market for safe, orally consumed legal cannabis extracts. Following yeah. the release today of the Food Standards Agency public list of cannabinoid CBD products. So there, is, there is a list of products that are FSA approved and permitted in UK. They yeah. have a list. Yeah. And that's a good thing, right? But then... But we, it's been, there's been legal CBD oil for ages. You can get from Holland and Barrett's. This isn't anything new. But that's only for specific things. Not, not all, it's, all of it has not been passed. There's still, until 2023, they're going to put everything through. What's everything? So in some cases, like it said there, there's a list of CBD products that are available. But it says this um, CBD products on the FSA list have been undergoing assessment by the agency in long and rigorous novel food processes, yeah? There was 
um, this was open to any CBD product designed for oral consumption that was on sale in the UK on or before the 13th of February 2020, with a deadline for application set at the 31st of March 2021. But there is another date here where they're doing these clinical trials and they were they will not be open until 2023. I can't I'll find it. I'll find it for us. But there is an actual list of foods, a list of oils, a list of these things that are have been given the green light by the FSA. But I don't think those gummy bears was on that list. No, because that was synthetic cannabis. It wasn't. You're not going to be able to get edibles over the counter. You're going to be able to get oils where mm. you've got a direction on the bottle that says take one drop of this before you go to bed do mm. not exceed this dose with all of that warning information but you're not going to be able to go to Holland and Barrett's and go and get some edibles for a little bit of a high no they're not going to do mm. that 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 is going to be something that will be but we've found synthetic drugs have been in the limelight for a while right that they 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 were on sale and a lot of people have had adverse effects to these things when you mean synthetic drugs, what do you mean? There's, I don't know, they had these vending machines and stuff that where they, they could sell them for a while. In America? Here in this country. There's, what's that? There's an island here, what's it called? Canvey Island. Not Canvey, there's another one. It's um, Guernsey. Yeah. And they had the machines and then they, there was a young person, again, that had had an adverse effect to it. But was it synthetic? Synthetic, yeah, because they can sell those ones, you see. So this is the point here. So if you can sell synthetic, why did this guy get arrested? I don't understand. That doesn't make any sense. Why would he get arrested for selling her synthetic weed if it was legal to sell it? There are some that are available in the UK that you can have. I'm going to look at it just now. But just speaking of the list that we were talking about, because he said that um, Steve Moore, the founder um, of the Association for the Cannaboid Industry, ACI, told The Voice... It had taken a couple of years to search, research, or reach this point, but the decision, while not a favourable one, favourable, favourable one for everyone involved in the industry, was a mon- momentous step. Publication of the list, a key stage on the path to full authorization, expected in twenty twenty three, follows two years of close cooperation between the FSA and the ACI, the UK's CBD sector trade body so they have a uk cbd sector of trade body but um there's going to be a full list of all the products so basically anyone that sells weed on the road is still illegal but if you sell it in the shop with a pharmacy license then it's okay yeah but that's they saw the big pharma isn't it pharmaceutical companies that want the the whole monopoly on this so young young fellows i guess they can go and do it the the right way because no, you you've got to go and get a pharmacy you know. thing and then every, every every action that these people take they they watch mm. what is profitable yeah and then they're like oh yeah that's profitable how can we make this so that we can monopolize on it but the little man down the road that's doing exactly the same thing that we're doing yeah <laughs> it's still illegal go to the prison for that <laughs> do you know what i mean so you know it's 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 interesting mm. it is interesting and i know that cbd products have been um 
very beneficial for a, a variety of illnesses. Um, and I know that I'm, oh, not I know, I'm sure you can actually get prescription for certain um, strengths of certain things for certain illnesses. Yeah. And, and like but, it says, that the CBD now, because I think it was a young boy that had fits and the parents brought him from Canada. I think they went to Canada yeah. and got it and they were rubbing it on there. Yeah. They tried to arrest the parents, but it, obviously it was treatment for the young boy. And I know people that have used CBD. I've used CBD before just for the relaxation in the throat. No THC, is it, in there? No, I think that sounds about right, yeah. Yeah. So it's it's just for treatment. It's not for getting high or anything like that. Whereas, mm. obviously, in this other case, we're going to look a little bit deeper. What are your thoughts out there, users? What do you think on this subject? Let us know. 07895 134713. That's 07895-134-713. So we know that the date today, it is the 20... No, <laughs> I'm running ahead of myself. It's the 3rd of May. Brand new month, brand new season, brand new topics. Yeah? Mm. What's that, What's that, Lily? What, what is it that you're... No, nothing. Yeah? So just check some of these things out. We've talked, spoken a lot tonight on many different subjects and what are your thoughts have you ever um ha had the need to try maybe a cbd for, for condition do you feel that the fsa is right to give it the green light however on the other side young people um eating sweets that are synthetically no good for them in in the light of that have been affected or even been killed by them these are the questions that we're putting forwards this evening. All right, so we'll see y'all in five. <coughs> So young, that's when you used to know Many dreams since then You've had them come and gone The time I show But stress, don't you let it Don't you forget it Trust you'll find your weed love Hope is what your heart is made of And don't you forget it Don't you forget your weed home For that little girl From first where life would start Understanding what it means to have God Nothing but your heavy, broken heart Memories of what used to be Where change comes responsibility Don't forget where you are Ain't where you've been Life's lessons then Made you into woman don't you forget it, don't you forget your way home, for that little girl, 
hold on to your world and don't you forget it don't you forget your way home for that little girl hold on to your world Welcome back, chat room. How are you all doing out there on, what's the date today? I keep getting it wrong. 3rd of May, 2022. I think it's just because time is just going so quick, right, Lily? Yeah. It's going fast, going so fast. And we've just um, checked in in the online just to to see as regards to uh, synthetic drugs. And they have been outlawed. Now, this, this... report here was written on Monday the 7th of October 2013 and it's quite funny because it seemed like it was quite close the time when I heard that article or I heard that that these things were on sale however they have been outlawed under new legislation and you can that there's penalties of two up to two thousand well this is American two thousand dollars as well as so that's not in this country so no i did have um uk but this one is for the united states i did write in there uk but that's you um the uh us the us so we'll do a little bit more research and then we'll let you know however lily what was the um scenario that you had there so I don't have a scenario, but I thought this was quite good. The woman that won the battle against Mango that mm. you found. Oh, yes. Um, a black entrepreneur wins a trademark battle against the fashion giant Mango. Now, a lot of these large giants mm. try and squash the middle, the, the little ones. Yeah. So if you have a small business and they think that your tick looks anything like their tick or in your name, you say just mark it or whatever, um, 
they will try and find you and squash you and ruin your business. However, this woman here, um, a lady by the name of Catherine Boaki, who is 52. She's the founder of Mango Tree Kids. She's an African, it's an African themed drumming workshop and educational resource business dedicated to providing black children with positive representat representations of their heritage. Um, the large fashion mogul Mango mm. tried to um, take her or basically sued her um, for her trademark and said your word your name has mango in it that's our name you're not allowed to use it stop using it otherwise we'll sue you it's out of order and she won good for her which i'm very happy about so um the long and short of it was the winner miss boake mm. said that we have two completely different industries you yeah. are a fashion industry I am a Afro African themed drumming workshop and an educational resource where I saw a gap in the market for children like my children. Mm. Um, and she goes, she does African themed birthday parties um, and they are growing in popularity. And she said that it was to support our children knowing about their heritage, which Mango has nothing no affiliation with and i think not only that all. not only that she started her company in 2001 mm -hmm. her range so she does have a slight clothing range as well but mango started their clothing range in 2008 so she'd already registered but um in 2001 and that's what also won her the the case because she's been going a lot longer with her children's range the mango has yeah so to not confuse you obviously mango's been there longer than 2008 but their the kids range line. their yeah. kids Children's. range yeah. has been there since 2008 where she had one from when her company was registered in 2001 yeah um the argument that could be had was well mango's more of an established business regardless of whether you have a, a clove line or not mm. our our name and our trademark is mango so that's who we're known for um but she knew what she was talking about. She did her research clearly because she won the won the suit. Yeah. And it was because people, like she said, people believed in her, people supported her um, in her endeavours. And um, even The Voice said she had spent 20 years building her business from scratch yeah. and was prepared to take on the fashion giant to secure her business and its legacy. Um, and she wants her her story to inspire other black entrepreneurs and small business owners to believe in their businesses. And what was lovely as well with this is that when she said that she didn't want to settle out of court because yeah. then they could still have her over a barrel. But she yeah. said, no, she's going to fight it all the way through. And she won because yeah. she was in her right mind. Who are Mango? Yeah, Mango is Mango's grown tree. So do they own that that kind of trademark as well? Well, no, it's a natural mm. thing. She has, her, what's the name of her, her company? Mango? Mango Tree Kids. Mango Tree Kids. So that's something totally different. Her She does costumes and uh, things about culture for the children. Something totally different. So she stood her corner and she won that. And that's lovely. And she also started, um, she realised that during the pandemic, 
she was losing a lot of business. Mm. So she rebranded herself. She she reinvented herself and great stuff. She's really going from strength to strength now because her business is thriving. Mm. And yeah, she, it's, she does, like you said, African themed parties and yeah, so on and so forth. One thing I will say on that though is she is a very good example mm. of um a successful small business fighting against one of these big businesses however that being said if you do have a small business and you haven't trademarked yourself or you haven't trademarked your name registered you have to do your research because many other instances people have been sued and have been taken down because of their trademarking Mm. um from these big corporations and the big corporations have won because money because they are, yeah, they've got the money to spend cool. and they don't, they do this all the time. They literally have a department that sits there and searches for other people that are using similar trademarks. And if you don't know um, what you're up against, you're mm. not going to win. So one way to avoid that is by doing a simple trademark search on, I think there's a website, I can't remember what yeah. the website's called. I looked at it to, today and you just type in what kind of business this bit business it is, uh, the name of the business, and I think for a simple UK trademark, it's about four hundred and eighty pounds. I thought it was only two hundred. No, it was four hundred and eighty. You know, everything's gone up. Mm. So um, yeah, I looked into to yeah the trademarking, and it, yeah, it was four eighty. Uh, that's but that's only in the UK. So if you want another, if you want one for the UK and EU, it was about a thousand and something. Yeah. Because don't forget trademarking and registering are two different things. You can get trademarking for less than that. Yeah. Definitely. We've trademark site as well. So we'll check it out. Yeah. And let you know. But she won purely because she registered her business when she, she started. And I think that's what kind of got her through, wasn't it? The fact that she's had that she had been going mm. for a lot longer um, in the range that she she was doing, yeah, a lot longer than um, Mango. So I don't know when Mango started their clothing range. Mango is a clothing line, yeah, but their so the kids range they yeah, started the in two thousand and eight, yeah. So there you go. So I think we've spoken about that on copywriting and stuff like that as well on this show, haven't we? Yeah. Regarding like using other people's music in your in your um sampling other people's music without their permission. Yeah. Because it will flag up and you will be sued mm. a lot of money. So naturally, Lily, do we have our book for today? We do. <laughs> so let's open a page. Um This is funny. Mm. Snack on sweet corn for a sleepy night. I don't know why I picked that. I just thought it was funny <laughs> because it's talking about eating sweet corn before you go to bed. Um, some foods, including sweet corn, oats, rice, tomatoes, and bananas, contain traces of melatonin, which helps regulate sleep. I didn't know that. Do you think it's true? It's in the book. <laughs> is <laughs> everything I, in the book? Do true? I think it's true? It's in the book. It must be true. Um. Yeah, I can't eat too much tomatoes. 
And I don't like bananas. That's not too good for your tomatoes before you go to bed, though. Quite acidic, are they not? Yeah, they are. Beat snoring by sleeping more. Sleep deprivation, especially if it's over several weeks, causes the muscles of the throat to sag, which leads to more snoring and less sleep. To stop snoring, aim for at least seven hours of sleep a night. Mm. That's easier said than done. I must say, the past few days, bar yesterday, slept very well all the way through. Normally, I'll be up and I haven't. Put the th- really? No, I've not slept well at all. Hey. No. I need a new mattress. Same. My mattress is. We went into Satan. dreams on dreams on Saturday. We went to see Mum Sunday, mm. and Eugene works there. Yeah, he does. Have you tried one of those beds? No, it's one in um in a. Oh, he's moved stores. Where's home base on Green Lanes? Oh, he's moved stores. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Have you tried the bed where they check, check and see what's the best mattress for you? No. They have a bed in dreams, but then see, guys. This would be a problem because... It's amazing. I, I think, I don't know if this is true, but I think that me and Jay need separate mattresses. And this is what they have. Is this it is half and half? Because, yeah, they do half and half <gasps> as well. Oh, they've got some amazing things in there. I was quite shocked. There's a pillow if you get too hot in the night that it keeps you cool. Yeah, I've seen those. And then there's the one that you could scrunch it up as much as you wanted to and it never lost its shape. Oh, wow. We just bought some really, new pillows. Really, really quite. Yeah, I was, I was taken, <laughs> taken aback with everything in there. Wow. I've you just see? received my new chair at work, which I'm in love with. It's okay. It's orthopedic. I complained about my chair. It was broken. Someone broke it and I got a new chair. Now I need to fix my bed. And it will get done. But do you know what, what shocked me was the price of these things? What beds? A mattress. How much? That one was £1,200. One of the ones we tried. That's nothing. Twelve hundred pounds for a mattress. Yeah, twelve hundred pounds. I, I don't. Ever so you mean one thousand two hundred with two zeros on the end? Yeah. For a mattress. Is that good? Goodness, no. I think I must have. Been, this is why my back's hurting me now. I think I must have <laughs> paid like two hundred and fifty. But okay. Did I pay two fifty for that? I bought it from IKEA, so I don't actually know. Oh, IKEA. There's an IKEA mattress. And do you know what makes me laugh? <laughs> Because Jay cusses me out for buying this mattress, but he never came with me to buy the mattress. <laughs> me and my best friend went and bought the mattress. And she was like, oh, this one is lovely. So I was like, oh, yeah, it's really nice. Pick up my shopping bag. And the funny thing is, some can be too soft, some can be too hard. It's yeah. just, it's amazing. Like I think our one's too soft. Yeah, the soft one I couldn't get up. Could no, it No, the firm one. Was it the firm one? The one in between was fine. I could get up, mm. but there was a hard one, mm. and I found it hard just getting up off the the, the bed. Really, it was so hard. Yeah. Don't they say the foam ones are quite good for you? The ones they that your body good. kind of molds into. I don't know. You'd have to go and try one of those dream ones. I think and I might see. actually. But it was it was very interesting. Very very interesting. So we're talking about sleep deprivation. Sleep deprivation. You need to get seven hours of sleep of night. Yes. See, this is sleep deprivation because the words I can't remember. <laughs> You need to get seven hours of sleep to stop you from snoring at night. Mm. Otherwise, you're sleep deprived and then your throat gets saggy. And then you start to <laughs> that snore. That sounds so funny. You get saggy throat. <laughs> and then you snore. So we're going to say, what's, it's that time again, Lily. It's the end of the show. We're going nice. to say thank you so much, listeners, for tuning in. And um, don't, feel, don't feel fearful to call in. Don't feel fearful to call in. We're here. It's a chat show. 
and we're open to have a conversation and speak on the topics that we we do. So mm-hmm. we have spoken on quite a few things this evening, haven't we, Lily? Yes, we have. As regards our facts, as regards our word of the day. Schmooze. Schmooze is the word of the day, as well as medical negligence and how we should sign up for trials, put ourselves forward for clinical trials when it comes to that's two sides of the coin there, wasn't mm. it? Clinical trials. So medical negligence, that is uh, through lack of misdiagnosis mm. and also within women, pregnant women. Yeah, and I could go on well. for many, 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 many examples of women, pregnant yeah. women and birthing women with medical negligence. Mm. There are a lot. Equal representation for all ethnicities in clinical trials, so putting Mm. ourselves forward, as well as the dangers of synthetic drug use. And it is outlawed, so we don't want to be buying things off of a messenger message app and then eating these things because it could be life threatening, Mm -hmm. as well as CBD oil is something that has been given the green light by the FSA Mm. and how fighting battles when they're at the right time mm-hmm. regardless of if you go up against a big wig or big um Corporation. corporations you still have the chance of winning especially if you have all of your paperwork right so we have one message in the oh thank you joy mckay joy mckay says great show ladies we thank you so much for your time we thank you for tuning in and we're giving, bigging up all of the DJs on the show. Um, check out the schedule and giving a high five again to George Flavors, the governor. And yeah, I guess all we have left to say naturally, Lily, is we'll see y'all on, on the, the other, other side. side. Take care. I see us in the park, strolling the summer day. Imaginings in my head And words from my heart Told only to the wind even without being said I don't wanna bore you with My trouble But there's something about your love that makes me weak and knocks me off my feet There's something about your love That makes me weak and knocks me off my feet
Thank you.